Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. This one covering season one, episode five, titled Journey into Mystery. I'm the host, Mike Marback. Today, I'm joined by Keen Cobb. Hello. Marceline Jean-Pierre. Oh, snap. <laughs> Rob Alessiani. Oh, snap. And Michael Henley. Oh, snap. And we are all here. Oh, we're actually missing Tab. Um, and I'm going to miss next week. I'm just going to tell people... Right off the bat, I will be out once again, and this will be, like, I, I, I will have missed more of this show than I've actually been on, um, but thank you to yeah. the uh, hosts that have been have been stepping in. All right, so first impressions, Keen. Uh, visually stunning, um, yeah. once again. Um, I loved trying to very quickly see the differences in every single possible Loki. Um, the one that stuck out immediately beyond boastful Loki, which I was sad that he, he wasn't around long enough, but he was a Loki. He had a plan, didn't go, didn't work. So, <laughs> um, but the one Loki that like caught my eye was, I want to call him eighties punk Loki. One like the football <laughs> helmet and like a bicycle, yeah. <laughs> bicycle, like a bicycle handle. Full of, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah. That was dope. Um, I love, I love seeing Mobius back. I don't have a good yeah. uh, impression. Uh, not as good as Mike's, but uh, wow, uh, I'm trying. Um, it's not bad. And, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I, the one, uh, the one that I, the one Loki that I love the most is because I think he might be, or seeing him might be a bit of a secret. I guess is a classic Loki because one, he was all about the show. Kind of similar to like a like a car- more cartoonish or comic book Loki, and I think eventually Loki is supposed to become good. It's just that he always either fails or dies before he gets a chance to become good. Because uh, old Lo- or classic Loki was even saying when he went away, eventually he missed his brother, and that's when he started like realizing all the shit he did was wrong. So like, um, it was just cool to see all the differences of it, and uh, and of course. The, the champ was Gator Loki. So, uh, yeah. Enjoyed every bit of it. Michael. Yeah. I, um, you know, if you had told me like 10 years ago when we first met Loki and Thor that, uh, well, eventually he's going to be the star of his own TV series. And uh, it's going to be all about, you know, wacky multiverse stuff, time travel. And, stuff. and eventually there's going to be an episode with nothing but Lokis. Um, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, there's Rich D. Grant Loki and there's Alligator Loki and I'll, I'll be like this you know every marvel thing up to this point i guess has been more or less just like yeah i could see that happening if you had told me 10 years ago this is like just this, this is crazy um uh, i also think they made a mistake this episode not calling it oops nothing but loki's um <laughs> uh this was just just delightful I, I i really enjoyed this visually stunning like keen said this was just great great fun uh and i'm really really anxious to see where we're bringing it home next week i mean i'm super excited uh, I loved this episode. This was um, such a blend of beautiful visuals. I don't know who directed. I don't know who directed this specific episode, but it seemed as though it was somebody different. 
Like it was like you could always tell in a show when like they have like somebody special like direct an episode or something like that. But I don't know if it was a different person or if they just had like um, a few different tactics that they used. But um, I just I love those one shots, just like following the camera from one place to another uh, without like any clear edits. And um, and it was just so Easter egg heavy. And I like there was so many things that I I I I knew. And then there was so many things that I didn't know, but I knew that they were an Easter egg. So it just made it really fun to watch and to like speculate um, and fucking Throg. Like we, we saw <laughs> Throg Thor, which is insane. Um, yeah, that's just like one of the, the best Easter eggs in terms of just like quick little things that, we see, that we've seen um, out of these TV shows that uh, probably one of the best ones that we've had. So it, it was just such an awesome <laughs> show awesome episode and just like the amount of humor that we got amongst the Lokis was just was awesome too so I I, I really love this one Rob Thanos copter mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <Not sure. laughs> I, I thought um, I, I, I just want to echo I want to I want to highlight what Keen said because it was so perfect and I hadn't even realized it until he said it, why I love classic Loki so much because exactly his, his, his body gestures, his grandiosity, it was like so golden age Marvel. And the title of this episode um, was, what was it again, Mike? Journey into mystery. Journey into mystery, which was the original comic series that Thor and Loki premiered. Like that was the name of the, that was the name of the title of the series that they started in. It was like so nostalgic because I don't know if anybody else, like I grew up reading the comics of my era, like the, you know, 80s and early 90s stuff. But I also like devoured the big, like cheap, all black and white, like omnibus Marvel editions where they just give you like, uh, you know a phone book size thick old comics but they were all in like they were printed on almost newspaper and all in black and white and that and it, was, it just felt so weird back then you're like wow these seem like ancient relics but that show <laughs> this episode had like the classic the contemporary the speculative future and it was I am very excited that this is not just a one season series of all the series we've seen so far from Disney plus the all the MCU Disney plus series if I had to pick one that was going to get a season two and hopefully multiple seasons beyond, I'm glad it's this one because holy fuck, this show just continues to impress. Are, are we confirmed for a season two at this point? I missed that. Confirmed. This this show is getting a season two. And it's Actually, the only one of the others that uh, I believe awesome. the others were all planned miniseries. And this was the only one that from the jump was planned um, a multi-season uh, series. I love it. Yeah. Uh yeah, I would echo all of those first impressions. A really cool episode. Uh, <clears throat> as Keen said, visually uh, visually stunning, and it was. There was so many Wizard of Ozzy <laughs> uh, feels throughout, uh, even so much as when uh, classic Loki conjures what first appears to be like the Emerald City. Uh, it was Asgard, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole looking for the person behind the, the curtain. There's just a whole bunch of... And it's not the only series, because there was elements of that in Wanda Vision as well. Um, some Wizard of Oz stuff that kept cropping up. Um, so I don't know what that's all about, but it's it's a happening. And uh, what else? Uh, the all the Lokis, yeah, the Oops All Lokis uh, was was pretty great. Uh, and then 
the moment where they all just <laughs> keep turning on each other uh, was super fun. Um, and out of Maverick, uh, it was just a, a good time. Um, all right. So thinking about the overall, because it's mostly one storyline with uh, some uh, subtle threads, not subtle, but small threads throughout where they kind of intertwine midway through. Um, what are you most excited about? Um, <laughs> did you call on someone? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I was just waiting for someone to jump in. Keen. Uh, it's just is I'm, I just can't wait to see who is like behind everything and like everything. Like at first, because uh, I didn't know I didn't know anything about Renslayer until I got taught up by uh Rob and Tab saying how like she's always connect always has been connected to to Kang. So to see Kang, if Kang is the one in like the um in the uh the castle that'd be really dope so i'm excited to see that and i don't know maybe it's mephisto i'm joking no um <laughs> this bros represent i love i love how that's gonna be like a, a running gag for like years like who who's the main villain it's mephisto but don't tell anybody <laughs> um, Mephisto is the watcher exactly <laughs> um but to, com- to be completely 100 with you uh i just watched the <laughs> i watched the preview for what if and my brain is literally there now. So like I'm trying to like stay here and Loki. <laughs> my brain is so into what if right now. Um, but yeah, I just I just can't wait to see like how the first now that I know this uh, second season coming, how the first season ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rob had said this before we started recording, but uh, this this series itself is like a what if. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah. they can do whatever they want. Uh, like you, you see the um, in the void. That's a, that's a what that's a the it's land of what, the if. what ifs together. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sphinx with a nose? Sure. Throw it. <laughs> what else you want in there? Uh you want I, the Thanos copter? Sure. Why not? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so I'm I'm convinced of two things. Number one, that it is Kang behind all of it. Because they're building up Kang and he's confirmed to be in the new Ant Man and Wasp when that comes out. That's yeah. I don't even think that's a spoiler. Oh, that's right, just yeah. like general yeah. I'm convinced it's him, like, the, he's the big bad behind everything. I'm also convinced we are not seeing him next week. Oh, um, okay. I think it's going to be, I have a thing that I hope it's not, and I have a thing that I'd be fine if it was. And the thing that I hope it's not is another goddamn Loki. Um, but I, but that's entirely possible. Um, and the thing that I'd be fine with is um, this other character, uh, the one who remains, which yeah. would be kind of a deep cut, but like, if this series is telling us, there was a freaking um, uh, Eliath in this episode, which is about as deep Marvel cut as you get from the comics. Like, that's not a, you know, that's not a that's not a superhero my dad knows about, and he read Marvel comics growing up. So like, that's a very very deep cut. Um, so I I don't think they're afraid to go pretty deep, but yeah, I'm I'm worried it's just going to be another Loki. Uh, it could be Kang. I just don't think they're gonna like pull that lever yet. Um, I think Never. that's gonna be like end of probably not Black Widow, but end of some. That's gonna be a post credit somewhere. Maybe it would be a post credit in in yeah. next week. But mm-hmm. I think it's Kang, and I don't think we're gonna see Kang. At least not in the like full on face to camera, um, you know, way that we probably want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe one of those Thanos turns. Uh, 
uh, yeah. little, little half face. And he uh, looks totally I, different when he actually makes it in a film. <laughs> yeah. right. I did watch one of the uh, breakdowns uh, because I was just so curious as to, because they really did. This was chock full of Easter eggs. Um, and they did show that throughout this episode, there were multiple references to Kang. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. unlike the Mephisto stuff where there's some reading into it, it's like, no, this is very in your yeah. face. Right. This is a said, devil. But that said, it's also the land of multiple timelines where it's easily written off as, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. just a reference. So, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I'd be fine. I don't care who it is at the end. I just want to know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I just want well, to, lucky, all right. I want, yeah, I just want it to end re- really well. And yeah. uh, for us to all just like, yeah, exactly. Just stick the landing. And if um, it doesn't end with Mobius with a jet ski, we riot. Oh, it's got to. It's yeah. got to. Yeah, that, that's that's a given. That that has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, but, uh, some very big lost vibes throughout this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention, I mean, not least of which is the smoke monster. Uh, yes. Elias, very <laughs> missing the kind of sound as it as it went through. But the other thing I liked about Elias is that this is a being unlike others we've seen in other Marvel Marvel things. We've seen a lot of aliens and shit like that, but we haven't seen like this formless sort of monster like that that devours things. Aside from Galactus in the one fantastic. Well, yeah, I mean in this MCU. Yeah, and but that's where I was going. Dormammu was kind of you know from Doctor Strange was kind of that. Not on, I don't, not like this. Like I'm thinking on a bigger Galactus kind of level. Sure, sure. So like this kind of opens that for me. This opens the door to a a Galactus. Yeah. If they're gonna if they're gonna introduce this, why not introduce a you know a planet eater? Right. Yeah, and and just like uh, it seemed as though like when they did have Galactus in the first Fantastic Four movie, like they must have pulled from Eliot because like that's the way that they depicted him in the movie was not what he was supposed to look like at all. Um, so I, I'm glad that they like it seems as though this version of the MCU, uh, the the Feige universe is really just like sticking enough to the comics and and like really doing justice to like the original uh i guess the makeup of a lot of the characters instead of like deviating too much which is good like for anybody who's a fan of the comics or even a fan of like the old uh cartoons that that marvel used to have i think that um you know it's it's been really rewarding of an experience to watch these these films and these tv shows and that's such a that's such a great point because it really felt like for a while the non MCU Marvel movies, you know, even um, uh, some of the X Men's, uh, all of the Fantastic Fours, some of the Spider Men, it felt like somebody took the source material and said, "Cool, cool, 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 cool. Okay, so this is what these geeks like. Okay, well, <laughs> we're not really trying to sell to them. Let me take this." take a little bit from here, take a little bit from here, mix it together and sell it to a much broader audience. And what happened was a little bit of the geeks became the broader audience. And also the creators said, no, actually we will get a broader audience if we like this shit worked for a reason. Yeah. You know, and, and just more, um, more deference to the source material as like actually good in and of itself. Yeah. You've got to like, Marvel got real complicated and you had to reboot the universe a couple times because just the varied storylines became so out there that it 
it, it became untenable. Mm. But if what they're doing now is saying like, it can all coexist. We can have really simple to follow storylines that my mom can go see a movie having never read a comic book in her life and get the gist of it and really enjoy it as just like a fun time at the theater. And I can go or anybody on this panel can go because, you know, 90% of the people who see this aren't, we're not even like the geek podcast. We're like kind of the <laughs> podcast for, for the every person, but we know a little more than like the average person who's going to see it. Sure. And it's, it's going to work for all of us. Like the fact that this, the fact that this series is working on all those things, like my mom liked WandaVision, you know, the hook for her was the same thing that hooked, you know, Samantha Russell when we had her on the podcast. It was just, <laughs> she thought it was cool that it was classic TV stuff. And when it got a little out there, she, you know, was like, I'm not sure what's going on now. I'm like, just, just <laughs> hold on. You'll be okay. Um, Marvel's really getting like, they, it's the, it's a reason why they're pretty much like, I would say the predominant pop culture force in cinema right now is the MCU. It's, there's nothing bigger. Even, even like Disney movies aren't bigger and Star Wars is not bigger than the MCU right now in terms of like cultural yeah. impact, yeah. I would say. It's still huge, but Disney owns all of the things I just said. Yeah, I was right about to say, yeah, like, no, it's it's just wild. they own all of it. They own every single one of those properties. <laughs> That's crazy. Jumping to uh, just one of the, the threads here. I enjoyed the, uh, the underground bowling lair that they, yes. uh, they set up shopping. Mm-hmm. It's fun, fun to look at. Getting in the getting in the fights there, and in that scene, after Loki's like doing his big speech, we're gonna kill it. Uh, who's with me? And they just start busting out <laughs> laughing. There's just one moment. If you listen, you hear uh, classic Loki let out a Austin Powers, "Yeah, baby, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, how so did you, how'd you feel about the the romantic ish? angle to to stuff within this episode um i think for, for me at least i think uh even was episode i can't remember now was that three i think when they were on what's it called a titanium the fuck was it called uh, <laughs> uh lithium laster <laughs> latinum <laughs> some all right what, toby so, what, toby chew <laughs> Samsonite. I was wild. <laughs> no, no, my bad. It wasn't episode three. Episode four when they when they got like saved or whatever. Lamentus. Um, Lamentus. Lamentus. Um, uh, Freshmaker. <laughs> <laughs> so when they when they were there and like the the spike happened when they start like quote unquote falling in love, um, or or what other people believe is uh, they're going against the code because they were not alone anymore. They were actually together. Um, I thought it was cool that out of every person in the entire world, multiverse, galaxy, timeline, Loki would fall in love with himself. So (laughs) the fact that they are like kind of bringing it back, like the one scene where like they were like sitting outside and they were cold and the fact that he like conjured himself a blanket and just Mm -hmm. by himself with the blanket and he was like, all right, and then just <laughs> yeah. got around her to first yeah, conjured himself the, like, a twin, and then he conjured a queen size. <laughs> yeah, that was like the, uh, the Loki version of the the yawn in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Um, 
just because like sometimes I feel like romantic storylines are forced into movies and, and television stories and it, it just feels like it doesn't need to happen and I, I do appreciate the fact that they're like they're hinting at it and they're 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 displaying that like all right they they have deep affection for each other but but they're not fucking <laughs> you know what right. I mean like they're not they're not like actually visually yeah. being romantic which I, I can appreciate um because I don't think that that this story necessarily needs it to go yeah. there sure. sure I think just having them care for each other and and genuinely like each other um and and just like support each other and like be there um to like kind of uh just like give validation to one another um, on, on a on a kind of you know friendship level, but it's a little deeper than that. But um, I, I can appreciate it going that far without having it to go like full blown out, like them making out. Um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it being like that. Yeah, we don't like, need to see them inside the uh, the pizza delivery car with the windows steamed up or anything. Oh, <laughs> I feel like you can see though the Disney executives just just out of frame basically who are kind of like looking at them just like they're not fucking right. She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Separate beds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's 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 really a story about like self-acceptance and reflection. Yeah. It's just in this way of like myself is also this other person. So right. you're like, you know, this is the first time I think Loki's been presented with. A, not a mirror image because every Loki is different, but being able to kind of see the different aspects of yourself in this other other timeline version of you, you to be able to look at that person and go, I have general uh, genuine affection for that person um, to the point where like, yeah, it's definitely teeters on romantic. Um, it's really cool because I can't think of another another property book i I can't think of anything that i've experienced or read or watched that has dealt with like self-acceptance and self-love in this way and it's it's cool to watch and it's wild that it's being done by a superhero (laughs) you know like Hmm. by a bunch of capes i love it shit's deep (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh how did you feel about the stuff with sylvie and ravana leading up to her self-pruning i liked that sylvie quickly determines that ravana is full of it basically when she's just like just like yeah she's like, oh yeah there's a ship basically you know like there were there was that that felt like the kind of moment that i'm glad they didn't yeah i'm glad they gave her enough credit to very quickly just decide just like no you're making this up um yeah well also miss minutes really could have sold it a little bit better oh, she, yeah. was yeah. Bad. She, she was bad she was doing it like, she was like another minute <laughs> We uh, are code, you know. She was like, uh, "What about that car, the one that we built that is yeah. able to withstand it?" Yeah, yeah, that's you know, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Come on, Miss Minutes. It's like well, I think nothing. Miss Minutes in the last episode is going to like morph into the big bad. I think. You, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Be, I still, yeah. I think it's been in front of us the whole time. I think Miss Minutes has a lot. I think Miss Minutes is a lot more than just a you know an autonomous recording living thing um and that was yeah that was really cool because i was like 
wait, are they going to like, is, is Renslayer like turned heel one episode? Is she going to turn face the next episode? And then, but it's like, no, she's, yeah. mm -hmm. I, I think Renslayer is going to be like a very big, bad, um, you know, even regardless of the comic book relationship with Kang the Conqueror, I think Renslayer is going to be in some, some pretty big villain roles in the MCU Wait. going forward. Quick question. I just had a just had a, a, a thought or idea pop in my brain. What if uh because of the comic book connection, Renslayer ends up being like a variant of Kang? Oh. Huh. Highly possible. Yeah. I mean, stranger things have happened. <laughs> yeah. That would be Sounds that would have a lot of um that would have a lot of interesting uh you know, it's kind of like the mirror image of Loki. Um mm. That yeah, it would be a pretty big departure, but it's not to say it couldn't happen. It would be interesting as shit to watch. I'm not sure what movie it would happen in, um, unless they're gonna like do. Do we know a running time for episode six? Is this gonna be a little longer? I hope it's like two fucking hours. I really Man, do. Me too. Like... <laughs> I I am I am dis. I, I I don't know why in my head I thought this was episode four, even though like I can count and I remember how many episodes <laughs> we've recorded. But I was disappointed when I realized, like, oh shit, there's one more. They have a yeah. lot to do. But we've we've said that I think every single one of these, mm -hmm. every single one of these series, we we for the penultimate episode, we've been like, well, they've got some. They better put their running shoes on because they've got a lot of footwork to do in this last episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I anticipate them just hitting the ground running once uh, the the next episode starts. Um, but yeah, I feel like the whole the whole dynamic between uh, Ravana and um, and Sylvie, like I, I was hoping that Sylvie didn't fall for any of it, and um, yeah. I, I think the decision to just prune herself was a smart decision, and I mean it it, it really spoke to her character too, and I, I felt like it was true to her character. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like the decision of her just being like, there's no way out of this besides me just like pruning myself and going to wherever Loki is now. Um, and then we'll figure it out from there. Cause that's kind of like what Lokis do. It's like, I'll, I'll get myself out of this situation and I'll figure it out. Like, I don't know what's on the other side of this, but um, whatever, wherever I am now isn't, isn't happening. So um, yeah, I, I thought that it was cool to see Sylvie uh kind of just like wake up in in the way that she did and um yeah and seeing Mobius like just pop up in, in the in the the pizza car uh it was just like it was perfect timing uh, obviously like in my mind I'm like all right well how did he know that <laughs> that like he happened to be at the right place at the right time but of course it's television um and it, it was just it was uh, like Rob alluded to earlier like it was um awesome to see Mobius pop back up and um, play such a, a integral role in getting the two Lokis back together. Yeah, yeah and there's also uh, those branches, I guess, uh, that where things happen, something drops into the void. So that's one, yeah, yeah. one way that they can kind of know. Uh, mm -hmm. But it, is, it does kind of suck that like Loki shows up and he's immediately saved by other Loki. Uh, and then she, she pops in and she's immediately nearly devoured by this, uh, by Oliath. Didn't she pop up in like a damn nest or yeah, something? Yeah, she, like, she was in. She was in a something. She was in something. Yeah. Was that like so a nest for like those weird bird things with the floating balls for heads? Or am I, I saw, crazy? I saw one thing online 
Although those those weird little um, like space future uh, peacocks were wild, but I saw one thing online that that nest looks very similar to the uh, the Groot cocoon that Groot um, saved everybody mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I forget what what movie that was. I think it was it was one of the last. It was either Endgame or um, Infinity War, I think. Or one of the Guardians movies. Yeah, but, was, um, yeah. I think Guardians, it was the first Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. But if you look one. at them, it, that could just be bullshit. But it, I, I looked at it. I saw them side by side. It looks very similar. So that could be interesting. This episode was so jam packed with like, why yeah. not? They could, yeah. they could do literally whatever the fuck they want to do. Anything yep. from any of the movies, anything from any of the comics, stuff they they want to make up. It doesn't matter. So yeah. <laughs> like they they had the fun. They had plenty. I think of fun that's killing me. Or not killing me, but like the thing that I keep wondering, because uh, I think out of everybody, well, a lot of them didn't get a chance to talk, but like uh, Kid Loki mentioned, which Kid Loki, that kid is a goddamn star. He's yeah. going to be <laughs> yeah. great. Um, but yeah, he mentioned that his event was him killing his Thor. Yeah. And then uh, Classic Loki mentioned how he missed his Thor. And like part of me wants to see those other Thors. Like I want to see yeah. uh, bicycle helmet Thor. I want to see presidential <laughs> Thor. I want to see both. I want to see the black boastful Thor. That's what I want to see. So <laughs> it's a lot of. Uh, it's so. It's like you said. It's so. It's wide open. So like I, I want to see other things. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm wondering. President if, Loki, which was pretty cool. Yeah, President mm. Loki was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I'm. It made me wonder because uh, I wonder if we're gonna see more of Kid Loki. Um, and because I, I know that there's there is a season two, so like I feel like out of all of the Lokis that we saw, like in that initial that that primary uh, ragtag like you know group, it was like I would say that that Kid Loki probably has the most chance of like moving on and being in another property of some sort. I'm almost positive Kid Loki was a part of Young Avengers at one point or another. Yeah, and they've yeah, been slowly but surely mm-hmm. building Perfect. towards yeah. the build like the young young avengers so i'm very excited to see what hopefully he ends up getting out of the void and see what see what's what yeah every single of the disney plus series so far have had at least one yeah. young yeah. avenger young, in them. young avenger yeah so they've been slowly introducing yep. all of yep. them they got you've got yep. um wanda's kids they're both mm-hmm. young avengers you've got um uh patriot, patriot. from captain america winter soldier and you've got uh, Young Loki. So yeah, we, it, we, Young Avengers are assembling. Right in front of us. Uh, back to just one of the uh, the threads as we discuss. Uh, so Sylvie's plan, uh, after hearing Loki's plan, oh, well, you're going to kill him. That, that was your plan. And then he's like, ooh, you, ooh. you were going to go along with it. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> 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 I, I, was, I was a little skeptical. Even the dander um, was like, no. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so her plan is to enchant uh, Eliath. And uh, so they have this distract, this distraction. And once they wait for, they want to wait for a, a branch to appear so that he is distracted. And then the branch doesn't appear. So Loki goes to distract. Uh, and it's not quite working. He's going right after, uh, right after Sylvie. Uh, and then you have classic Loki just raising raising asgard out of the ground and the, the score throughout the series yeah and yep. this episode in particular was so fucking good so good even, even literally uh, alluding to ride of the valkyries yeah i was gonna say it that was it was on it was like 
It was like a step beyond eluding. I was like, they're, they're like <laughs> doing <laughs> Ride <laughs> of the Valkyries right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this is like Wagner is not something I thought I'd hear tonight. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was that was so dope. The, the sound editing, like across the board, man. I, I hope I I wouldn't see why these aren't eligible for Emmys. But like, man, yeah, this is gonna be like the year of Disney. I think like. All these series are, are should be nominated for a bunch of different, especially the technical awards. Like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So the uh, <clears throat> enchanting isn't quite working. They, they, uh, Loki recognizes that. He goes and joins hands with, uh, with Sylvie. And at the very last second, uh, right after uh, classic Loki is maybe devoured, maybe not, uh, he, it works. Enchanting works. And psh, like that. And the curtains part, and we see a castle of some kind. Yeah. So that's where we're going next episode. They ended right on that. Yes, they did. Uh, go ahead, Michael. No, I just uh, I keep thinking about what Rob said, and I keep thinking that she's like, I think Rob's right that we're not seeing Kang next week, but we are seeing. I mean, it could be another Loki. It could be. I feel like that's 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 the entire with potentially a Miss Minutes as a bonus villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as John Lovitz. <laughs> Does anybody have like any favorite? Like who who was everybody's favorite Loki uh, that we were introduced to? Alligator Loki, and it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, every time that thing, I was like, I said, Baby Yoda, who? And <laughs> Alligator Loki is my favorite character that the MCU has ever introduced. As soon as it it just kept going after people's hands, like that was its like finishing move. That was my favorite thing. But oh what was cool, what was cool was he knew who was like obviously he could see like he knew who was who because when he was uh fucking with um Bosal Loki, he bit him but it wasn't like trying to take it off. But yeah. present but uh present Loki he was like oh fuck this dude what did he say about me and just <laughs> snatched it so like the severity in his attacks was definitely like, uh, like punching your friend compared to like trying to fight a dude you don't know. So yeah, yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that long We're not gonna hurt each other. We just need to establish dominance. <laughs> exactly. The longest longest screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other small thing. I can't remember if we talked about this on one of the, these podcasts uh, on Osnap before or something else. But I remember in one of the episodes. In one of the shows that we cover, talking about the USS Eldridge, and that made an appearance in this episode. Uh, the USS Eldridge uh, was uh, part of the Philadelphia experiment uh, in 1943, I think, experimenting with um, radar and stealth technology. And yes. the story was that they actually disappeared and reappeared in like the 1980s like it, there's even a movie called the philadelphia experiment that, yep. that covers, I remember this movie. covers yep. some of this uh, but yeah the uss eldridge dropped out of the uh dropped out of the sky and that was the battleship that <laughs> uh Eliath quickly devoured that that part really i mean i was already like too wrapped up with like everything else going on but that part kind of struck out to me because every time something drops there like whatever it's pruned so like now i want to i want to go into a little bit more like what happen there to make it to make something to make it get pruned basically so i want to see like uh it's uh the pot the possibilities with this and i'm sorry the what if is just fucking with me right now so like i'm i'm just all over the place right now i think for 
if if I were to bet, if we had the opportunity to ask the writers what was the what caused the pruning of the USS Eldridge, it would be that old story that they were experimenting with stealth technology, succeeded, but went completely invisible and vanished, mm. dropped into uh, dropped into the void, as you do. Uh, yeah. All right. Any other? Stray things that popped up. Oh, well, there is one that I forgot. Uh, that is Ravana going to see B-15. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, huge scene. scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huge scene. So B-15, we're not done with B-15, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that might be, like, if, if Sylvie and Loki, if it's the story of Sylvie and Loki and they have now, you know, reached, they're, they're getting beyond to the end and finding out who the big bad is, I think that it's going to be like um, Star Wars would always have like a battle on the ground, a battle between two people and a battle in space. Like that was like mm -hmm. a lot of Star Wars movies ends with those three things going on simultaneously. Um, the battle like in space would be like Sylvie and Loki and the, you know, big grandiose things. And the one-on-one -on -one is going to be B-15 and Renslayer. And yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I'm uh, Mobius running around with other people throughout the TV. Yeah, just going, oh, yeah. Fires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, is this flammable? Yeah. Wow. Like wow. wow, time's a construct. <laughs> uh, one of his lines I really enjoyed was when uh, he's in the car with, with Sylvie and uh, she's like bitching at him for uh, his driving. And he's like, wow, you really are one of you, aren't you? We <laughs> 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 are one of you. Um, but yeah, that scene with uh, Ravana and B-15, uh, just there was that what we get out of that is that, yeah, she wants she wants to know what's up too. She wants to know what's going on. And, and B-15 sees right through that yeah. and kind of tips her off to the fact that um, it's revenge that drives her. That was killing the timekeepers. She thought she did that, didn't quite work out. So now she's searching for whoever, whomever created them. So yeah, and we saw a little look of concern mm -hmm. on uh, Renslayer's face once B-15 did mention that. So, you know, she, it was, I guess, without having all of the background information or, or like the speculation that I, you know, gotten from all the YouTube videos, um, in my head, I would assume that, you know, she was the per that, that Renslayer was the person who was behind it all. And, you know, that it, it seemed like a look of concern, like, oh shit, she might be after me. But um, I think given all of the, the background information and even, you know, thinking about, uh, like she, she, like Sylvie did have her face to face with Renslayer and she didn't kill her. Um, so yeah, there's, there's somebody else. There's, there's a bigger, badder person, you know, who's behind everything. So um, yeah, I just can't wait to see how they reveal it in the next episode. Um, I just have a quick question, which is that as someone who's not in the know, I, I, I feel like I need to be pointed in the best direction to explain the Thanos copter. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i got an idea uh, but rob might be better to answer it I, I so i don't remember what this is from specifically but i've seen the panels and um it was kind of in that time i believe in like the late 70s 80s to late 80s so like late 70s to late 80s where like marvel was just pulling out all the stops with like toy integration okay um so like this is when you had like the spider mobile and like they just had to give the spider all buggy and shit yeah spider buggy yeah they had to give like 
all these characters needed vehicles so they could sell vehicles. I'm not sure that the Thanos copter ever actually got a toy, but there was very much, and this was also before Thanos's, you know, like this was before he was a Titan, but he wasn't like this basically God with the, you know, this was pre infinity stones, Thanos, where he's just rolling around very powerful, but also needed a, chopper to get around <laughs> and it was just such a deep cut that the fact that it was in there the entire internet exploded uh all, all of the youtube um you know watch throughs and easter egg type videos and, and a bunch of them are great shout out to uh, new rock stars that's the one i watch i love okay. rock stars yeah um they 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 do a live watch through and they were when that when that showed up the two of them <laughs> went nuts yeah <laughs> Okay, appreciate it. I'm just imagining. I'm just trying to imagine uh, our our Thanos MCU's Thanos just getting in that thing. So <laughs> barely, just squeezing his head in and shit, just yeah. trying to like shack in a Lamborghini or something, <laughs> doing a traffic report or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is pretty much the episode. I want to open it up to any stray thoughts, also any predictions that you might want to make for this final episode. Uh, straight thoughts. Um, I was I was too concerned with like when they when they when they went into the uh, the tunnel or not a tunnel but like the the hatch or whatever. I was like, oh, I can't wait because uh, that's the perfect time to show a random like to show a random um, uh, Easter egg because who did it the most? Um, random episodes of Simpsons. They'll just they'll Simpsons will just hide something in the uh, in the floorboard. Bleh. Floor boards. <laughs> yes. Floor birds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I saw when I saw Mjolnir in there, I'm like, what the I was so focused on that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a mini a mini Thor. I didn't know that was a uh, frog. Like Same. I Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that was like a yeah, that was wild. I had to rewind it to to see that it was a frog version. And I was like, wait, that's frog. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. Like and and I I wasn't familiar with like frog necessarily through the comics but i've seen enough people reference it um you know in, in different breakdowns over the years so it, it was it was really cool to to see that moment um i my one last like i guess thought was um that moment when when classic loki was bringing up um you know his his i guess illusion of asgard and um and loki and sylvie were kind of like taken aback and then Loki was like shit I think well he didn't say shit but he was like I, yeah I think we're more powerful than than we may think and I, I think that's kind of like um you know kind of a sign that like we, I that I'm hoping that we're able to kind of see Loki level up a bit um whether it's in this next episode or if it's somewhere down the timeline um maybe season two maybe in one of the films but uh, it just seems like Loki is capable of way more than we ever really thought. Cause like our version of Loki really was just like a trickster and illusionist. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he has the power of uh, enchanting, you know, you learned that he could do that. And he saw how big uh, uh, of, I, I guess the possibilities of his powers could be. So um, yeah, that, that's pretty dope to just think about how, what direction that they might go in with that. Yeah, which is also, such a cool thing to watch on screen too, because that is a thing that occurs in the comics where like characters level up, you know, and like mm-hmm. it's like it could be like the Phoenix Force, you know, hits Jean Grey and she was really powerful before, but now she's like 
basically an, a cosmic god. A um, and this just god, feels yeah. like, you know, like there was like Omega level, you know, Omega level superheroes where their their powers are insane. Um, and this feels like, yeah, it could be Loki kind of leveling up. And the, the way that's so cool, he didn't like find a rock. He didn't, you know, get zapped by something. He, he found himself and in another person and, and learned that like, oh, I'm not alone because that's been his whole, you know, his whole thing. Yeah. Um, not to harp on the whole self-love thing, but like, yeah, to find that you're not alone because you found self-acceptance in the form of another version of yourself from another timeline is so, it's so deep for a comic book movie or TV show. And I love it. Um, yeah, I, that's all to say, I agree with Marsley. I'm very excited to see what <laughs> new, more powerful low keys can do. Uh, there's a couple quick things about the uh, classic Loki I wanted to bring up uh, that Marsley kind of reminded me of. Uh, that is when he's conjuring this hologram Asgard uh, and Elioth is thinking he's like going to get a meal and then he's like nothing. He's like getting mad. <laughs> he's like, <"Arr!" laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, I've had it. <laughs> uh, and then classic Loki, uh, there was a conversation with, uh, I think it was Mobius where... I think it was Mobius uh, talking about, um, you know, it's never too late. You know, it's never too late to change. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he's like, hmm. And then he yeah. has that moment where he was walking away and then he turns back and he starts to help. Uh, and then he's like really finding himself there too. Like he talked about how he hid, <laughs> you know, for so long from the, the dangers and not giving a shit about anybody. And then he goes back and helps. Uh, and then he has that glorious purpose. Yeah. Um, but then there's also in that new Rockstars breakdown, uh, they do talk about the possibility that maybe he's not gone. Maybe there's more to him. Uh, one of the things I'm not going to mention because it could be spoilery if it if it happens. Um, but that's he may he may or may not be fully gone, almost Obi Wanish, mm. as they say. Yeah, Loki's don't die, so I mean it would be consistent. <laughs> they multiply, <laughs> <laughs> and they have. Uh, any other thoughts or predictions you want to throw out? Um, uh, I'm running ahead, out of time. Team. I'm running out of time for my Thor prediction. I'm hoping a version of Thor somewhere pops up. I don't know how. Uh, oh, well, no, yeah. well you, we got one. I'm tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tripping. My bad. Yeah, we you were right. Finished talking about it. Um, the other thing is, uh, Rob was talking about Loki leveling up uh, earlier and we're giving him so much props. But I was watching a new Rockstars thing and they mentioned that it was even new Rockstars, another one. They mentioned that in one series of comics uh loki challenged the he's a god of asgard but he challenged asgard's gods and nearly took them out so yeah. that's hmm. fucking powerful that's dope and then kind of all out of spite because he was like all right <laughs> i think the way they broke it down was like okay if if we're here because humans believe in us and you're here because we believe in you if I don't believe in you, you're not you're not anything. I'm stronger than you. And he wanted to just take over. So, I mean, that thought process is amazing and it's great. So, yeah, yeah. I'm wait. I can't wait to see a live action leveled up Loki. I'm um, I'm excited for everything. I, there's nothing like in particular that we haven't mentioned already. Uh, something I'm dreading is uh, I I don't want I don't want Sylvie to not survive this. I'm I agree. worried. I'm worried that she will not because. 
you know, I haven't read anything, but these are the, these are the kind of characters that seem like they're you fall in love with them. They help the the character you're used to like level up and like all these check marks have happened. And the last check mark is usually like, and then they die. And I don't want I don't want uh, I don't want this to be one of those moments where like she was just kind of used used very well, but still used as like a level up moment for our Loki. I would almost rather if there was a passing of the torch to have our timeline Loki die to have Sylvie kind of take over. And then like, it's Loki, you can put him back in later. Like, you know, it's comic books and nobody really dies. But I think it would be more powerful if there was, if one of the two main Lokis is gonna die, I would hope it's our Loki and not Sylvie. So we'll see. Yeah, I know I said it a couple of uh, episodes ago, but I definitely think that if one of them does die, it's, it, it would be our Loki. Just kind of like, yeah. because yeah, they, everybody, right. every other main character, pretty much from like the first ten years of the MCU, kind of had did pass the torch to somebody for the most part. Yeah, and I feel like just the way that they've built Sophie. Um, or Sylvie, I said Sylvie, I don't know why I said that, but um, Sylvie, but the way that they've built her up, um, it just feels like there's a lot more uh, that they that, that they can tell for you know, about her backstory uh, and just like the, a lot of directions where she could go. Um, and also, I mean, a strong female character, like it's not like Marvel, <laughs> like, has a whole bunch of them. So yeah, um, I think it would be uh, in their best interest also to kind of like keep her around and, and use her in a, uh, in a in a prominent role somewhere down yeah. the line. And one of the first like uh, very uh, primary, not not on the outskirts queer characters too. So like, yeah. you know, like they're both great. They, they should both survive. I hope they both survive. <laughs> you know, I almost think they can't. Like our Loki, they already did the like, is he dead? Our Loki, and then they gave it right up at the end credit scene. But um, yeah, we'll see. All yeah. right. We'll live in separate uh, timelines or something like that. You yeah, know? that'll be fine. Uh, then before we get to winners and losers, I do want to mention that if you are in the Philly area, the Philly tri-state area for that matter, uh, we are doing live comedy shows uh, at Theater Exile in South Philly. Crossroads Comedy Theater producing some live shows in Philly July 16th, 17th, and 18th, uh, featuring several people from this podcast and others that we do. Uh, so go to xroadscomedy.com uh, for more information on those or check out the episode notes where they are all listed, as well as our social medias uh, where you can follow us and uh, tweet at us uh, whether you agree or disagree. All right, uh, let's hit the losers first. Michael. I'm going to have to go with President Loki, I think. <laughs> yeah hmm. just just uh you know just kind of setting yourself up for a fall there basically so and mm -hmm. uh, I, I appreciate the running theme of loki's teaming up with lo other loki's and not realizing what a bad idea that is because yeah. it's a bad idea to trust other loki's yeah it is a circle of backstabbing yeah <laughs> uh <Marcy>. um <sighs> i i'm stuck in between two uh but i'm gonna say even though I, I wanted to see plenty more of boastful Loki um, and he, he, the other Lokis turned on him when he thought he had something to figure out. Um, I'm going to go with Throg, actually, because <laughs> he's stuck in a fucking jar. Yeah, <laughs> and, in the ground. <laughs> and Molnir is like right there. And was that, he knows how was long he's been in there. Was that the same canister that they used to house the uh, Tesseract? Because it looks know. similar to like the handle that was, I don't know, maybe, but yeah. 
Why not? We as many Easter eggs as they were in. It looked like a regular ass mason jar, but fuck it, why not? <laughs> but yeah, I'm going with the rock on this one. Rob? Um the crew of the USS Eldridge. Yes, they 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 disappeared from their timeline and woke up to a giant smoke lion and were immediately eviscerated. Yeah, but not for so, nothing. They dropped out of the sky and immediately started fighting. They really did. I yeah. mean, that is that is good training. Yeah, for sure. It, it, especially <laughs> because, especially because, <laughs> I feel like if you're doing like space time experiments, basically, even that happening, I feel like it's got to be the last thing you're expecting. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keen. Uh, Keen. Uh, Miss Minutes. She's <laughs> she was the worst. Uh, I don't know if I'm using the word right, but like. Not, no, I don't want to say Patsy, but like uh, teammate, because her, her, her um, what I'm doing right now, her uh, stalling? trying to, there you go. <laughs> her stalling was trash. It's like, how were <laughs> you not able to find this file when you are the entire filing system? Like, <laughs> that's how she knew it was fake. Like, you've been able to pull it up like that. <laughs> oh, wow, this is really deep. Uh, <laughs> Just a, another minute, like nah. So she hey, uh, for that. What about that car? The one we specifically built for that purpose <laughs> that you just forgot about. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> um, and let's see. My loser is whoever is living in that castle. I'm gonna say whoever whoever's in that castle is uh, is gonna see some trouble uh, in the next episode. Uh, let's hit those winners in reverse, Keen. Uh, my winner, because I'm not going to cl- claim the one that I want because I know someone else is in love, so I'm not going to claim it. But uh, my winner is Kid Loki uh, because the fact that he did what I think every other Loki could not, which is kill four. Um, and the fact that uh, even as a child, he was wise beyond his years. And who the hell knows how long they've been in that boy? So he might be if not the first one there, maybe one of the oldest there. So, yeah, uh, Kid Loki. Mm-hmm. Rob? Well, I think Keen was being kind to me <laughs> because he thought he thought I was going to say Alligator Loki, Loki Gator. Uh, and maybe I was. And I do love Loki Gator, but I'm going to go deep here and say that the winner was the true believers, the, re- the, the Marvel <laughs> fans from way back, the, the 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 kids that grew up like this this was their escape um because what what this episode showed us maybe more than any other um entry into the mcu was that the mcu is down to clown they are down to show us some 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 deep cuts that are for you know that that you know not to gatekeep or anything like everyone's welcome to this party but there is some stuff they're going to put in for the people that have put in the work for decades and decades. And they're, they're cool to get weird with it. And I'm so excited for, I guess this is phase two. Um, what phase are we on of MCU? Four. Who knows? Four. Four. <laughs> are we on four? four? Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very excited for this next phase. If they are willing to go this like niche and um and brave if how how in the nitty-gritty they're gonna get we we're we are in the marvel weeds and i love it yeah 
Uh, and I'll cut this out, but Rob, it looks like you were signaling first base throughout that entire. <laughs> it's, I got to trim my mustache. It's like, it's like fully growing into my nose at this point. Uh, winner, Marsley. Uh, I'm going to go with classic Loki because. Yeah. Um, good, good call. Yeah. He, he was my favorite of the Lokis and also, um, yeah, I feel like he had some of my favorite moments too. I love how big and ex- extravagant Classic Loki was, and also I guess anybody who is a fan of uh, the the comic books and that that throwback retro version of him um, was probably really satisfied and rewarded with it too. Um, and I, I just I love the even though it was just one episode that we got with him, uh, he kind of we kind of like saw his whole kind of his his whole character arc. And we we saw him go through, you know, uh, a moment of just like, yeah, it is what it is. This is this is what I, where I am. Um, and then I know Mike, you talked about it a little bit before. Just like, just that realization that like, all right, it's never too late to change. And then he had that moment, um, and he kind of went out with a bang, which is pretty much like what what any Loki I think would would eventually do. You know, it's like they always get cut off before they're able to do something noble. And he went out doing the most noble thing that he could in that moment. So, um, and also just kind of seeing how awesome his powers were was really dope too. So yeah, my pick is a classic dude. It's a, it's a good pick. Uh, I would add uh, that that's one of several classic costumes we've seen throughout these series. WandaVision Vision gave us yep. uh, a bunch between mm-hmm. Vision, Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch, uh, and Quicksilver, um, yeah, a bunch of, uh, bunch of even the kids too, and the kids yeah, too, the kids yeah. Too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Michael, winner. Uh, Marsley's took my one about classic Loki, um, so I'm going to go with Alligator Loki because uh, you know I just think that uh, you know I, I think that you know Rob mentioned you know earlier basically how he's he's kind of uh, it feels like. Alligator Loki is just kind of a thunderbolt of instant kind of popularity, basically, much like uh, uh, Baby Yoda was. And uh, I got to give it to him, basically. Uh, my my, my runner-up, if I'm allowed, uh, is to go with Morpheus. Is it Morpheus? What? What? I'm sorry. I made the same mistake. I made the same mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, is to go with Mobius because um, you know he drives a car, rescues Sylvie, and not only that, he has the grace to apologize to her. Um, you know, kind of uh, you know, my whole my whole life is a lie, but he he he, he takes a moment to realize how much things have sucked for Sylvie, and that that takes that takes class. And I I, I my hat is off. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a sorry, but it could have been a little bit more. <laughs> It could have been so she's like you hunted me down like a dog. Oh yeah, sorry about yeah, that. Sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my bad. I really messed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my stuff. my winner uh, was also classic Loki. Um, so I will I will go with a uh, a runner up, and I'm going to say the uh, Sphinx who got his nose back. <laughs> so, yeah, good for you, Sphinx. All right, uh, that is our podcast uh i will not be here next week um they will roll the dice to see who is picking up picking up the don't slack. tell the people that they, they won't tune in <laughs> yeah yeah no that is more reason to if anything um thank you michael thank you keen thank you marceline thank you rob and thank you all for listening bye bye bye, bye. bye.